0: People, welcome to PCP, the Pixel Clicks Podcast. I'm Jordan Pollock, and this is our special E3 2016 edition. First part of it, actually. Uh, today, we're going to be covering the EA Conference, the Bethesda Conference, and the Ubisoft Conference. But, before all of that, I am not alone. The director and improv comedian, Sergio Lopez, is here. My balls can't take the beating that
1: they've been getting. And the ambassador for the PC Master Race, Cody Franklin, is here. We could potentially talk about the PC gaming show, but it's okay because no one else is. (laughs) Right? Oh my god. We'll 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 probably talk
0: about that tomorrow because I I watched some of it, so... Uh, But yeah. So we had a bunch of stuff happen in the past two days because of all the conferences that are happening right now for E3. But we're focusing on the third parties, on EA, on Bethesda, and Ubisoft. Uh, So let's start with EA first. And let me just say that was an awful... Awful, awful conference. That was the worst one out of all of them. EA did an awful job.
1: Yeah, I just. I. I what really even got announced out of that? It was kind of just like a thing that happened. See, you guys
0: are I, lucky you didn't actually watch the conference. It's good that you watched the trailers, but it's a good thing you didn't watch the actual conference, because that was a shit show.
2: I <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, the, I thought it was hilarious that, um, Remember when Battle uh, Battlefront was like announced and yeah. they had that mini documentary thing of like just showing models and stuff like that. Yeah. I was like you can't it can't get worse than that. And then they did it again. This they did year. it again. They did it again. And it again. was a little bit <laughs> it was a little more terrible this time because they didn't just do that for one game, they did that for like three All games. Of them. <laughs> All yeah. the Star Wars
0: games. Hey, we're yeah. not going to show you anything, but here's here's a bunch of models and stuff and we're working really hard on our games and we're proud of it. We're not going to no, show you even, them, but we're proud of them. They didn't even them.
2: show the models, yeah. <laughs> oh god. Like what is the this sh- too to
1: an extent. They showed
2: like uh, they showed like an image of a guy sketching on a book, but you didn't even see what he was sketching. You just saw <laughs> you <laughs> just saw him. And like, but uh, you did see, like, three seconds of Amy Hennig's game.
0: Yeah, when, but that's the thing that burned my balls the most. Because, like, we're not going to see Amy Hennig's game until 2018. We only got a three-second clip of an Asian dude walking. And that was cool. It looked uh, no, great. He's, not, he's, but he, he's,
2: like, he's Boba Fett.
0: That's who he is.
2: He's the same ethnicity.
1: Hey, hey, it's not Asian, all right? It's space Asian, okay? spasian. Specific, all right? This isn't on Earth. You racist. <laughs> Why does everyone have a British accent then?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're John Boyega. Oh. <laughs> you don't. Blah, <laughs> <laughs> um, Okay. So, yes. The EA conference was really bad. They, at most, they announced, like, they showed off, like, three or four games. They, they showed Titanfall 2, which, it looks cool. Uh, yeah, it does cool.
1: I was actually really impressed with the two trailers mm-hmm. for yeah. that. Uh, you know, I, I was not a fan of, in any sense of Titanfall 1, or just Titanfall, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. So it's really cold. Uh, I wasn't really a fan of it at all. Uh, I played the, It was one of those games where we felt like, oh, I played the beta, and that was all I need to get out of this game. Yeah. <laughs> <And> <laughs> so I was like, oh, Titanfall 2 is coming, big whoop. But that single-player trailer, man. The single-player trailer was cool. That, that was so real cool. cool.
0: It sounds yeah, like that like
1: concept.
2: Iron Giant-esque, you know, uh, Johnny Five, uh, just like But is it just
0: me, stuff. or did that sound like Optimus Prime, like, like Peter cole? It Cohen. did.
2: Everybody's like, is right? that
0: Optimus Prime? <laughs> yeah. It sounds like him. It sounds exactly Ollie, like him. Well, not exactly, it was kind of.
2: It was like two inches away from this one shot in it being, Optimus! Yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> him catching him. But like, but I mean, he, was, did, he <laughs> did
0: scream BT, and BT catches him. You know. Like, mm-hmm.
2: Yep. And then at the end, also BT is like got an idea. I'm going to throw you at the fucking wall. <laughs> yeah, trust <laughs> me.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, it looks well, it looks cool. The single
0: player looks cool. Uh, the multiplayer looks way cooler, especially that they're adding grappling hooks to it. So it's like an Attack on Titan Fall. Uh,
1: I really liked that They said that all the uh, additional map packs and stuff are going to be free. They sh- as they should be. Yeah. Because take that Call of Duty. That, Titanfall especially, was, you know, pretty much all the multiplayer games who do that get screwed. But I know in particular, especially on PC, uh, Titanfall, the first one, really got beat up by the fact that everybody was getting split up by the map packs. You know, it was already a rather small community on PC. And then... Those map packs came out, and it was just like there's five people on each map pack. Yeah, because every time a map
0: pack comes out, it always splits the community.
1: Yeah, it always it, does. It's, it's just a matter of like economics and time. You know, yeah. a game gets less popular over time. Yeah, and people, are, even people who like a game, are gonna you know, not you know not be willing to keep spending money on it over time. So when you keep adding map packs, each I feel like you know maybe. There's numbers somewhere at developers that say it's different, but I feel like there's got to be a dwindling of player base with every map pack. So yeah, I'm really glad to hear that they said, you know what, no, we're not going to screw that up this time. So This is one of those games where it really feels like they did listen to the community, so that's always good to hear. And that's a surefire way to get me Mm -hmm. to support your game. Yeah, and they yeah, Definitely. especially
2: that single player because like
1: everyone was like,
2: this would be so cool if it had a single player.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Because the original and the single potential player... was huge. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what the original single player was just oh yeah here here's some cutscenes now play multiplayer games <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> pretty much oh, exactly but it's like we all knew the potential was there for like an awesome single player and this trailer kind of kind of shows that. It's like, look what look what you're going to do. Your, your robot's going to throw you. It's going to be a buddy cop movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah. you know? Your robot's just going to be like, I'm
1: too old for this shit. You're not even my pilot type of thing. Yeah. <laughs> <You> know, <so. laughs> they also, we also had a, a very, very brief glance at uh, Mass Effect Andromeda again. Yes, at did. least we finally got to see some story and whatnot. The, yeah. it, it looks like the leaked storyline of them essentially sending Ark ships out uh, mm-hmm. to the Andromeda galaxy is from all appearances what uh, what it's going to be. Though the timeline is going to be a little interesting because people have uh, taken a look at the trailer and turned it apart and it's pretty clear that they're leaving from Earth. Yeah, And so that would make you think... Either this happened before the Reaper showed up, which is weird that nobody talked about it, or way after the Reaper showed up. Yeah. And they've said that they didn't yeah. want they wanted to specifically stay away from uh the post Reaper timeline because that opens up a whole can of worms on which is the canon ending and things yeah. like yeah. that.
2: Yeah, I'd um, always heard that it was like before, like during the Mass Effect trilogy, because like they weren't sure they were going to win, so they just made this in case so that they could survive. That's yeah, why. That's what, I that's what
1: makes the most sense. But well, the, yeah, you know, because there's no reference to three gigantic arc ships being built over Earth at any point
2: in Mass Effect games. It's fine. It's fine. Shepard <laughs> was going all over the place. You know, it's. Fine. <laughs> uh, I'm being conspicuously uh, silent here because uh, you guys know way more about Mass Effect than I do. Except yeah. the first one, I mean. But... I want to say great, really quickly, uh, great job. I'd say this is the first year where there is like a good a, bit, a good bit of diversity amongst the characters in the video games. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you got your women, you got your uh, you got your brown people, you got your uh, uh, a light woman, uh, you got all this stuff. So they did
1: confirm uh, in an interview. That the woman you see wake up at the end of the trailer, mm-hmm. that's going to be the main character. Rider. Um, She's writer, writer, brown person like me. <laughs> so space brown person? No, actually, mm-hmm. no, they did come from Earth. So okay, that's not race. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so that, you know that that's essentially. It, I'm sure, from what I believe I've read, that the, you know you can play the man if you want, but yeah. they're taking the opportunity to make the female the kind of lead person, the, the, the like the out, child. Know. Yeah, cool. exactly, yeah. and. um that I was glad to see that the Mako is apparently back. Yeah, and yeah. It's reading they got. I think it was that people from Need for Speed they yes. actually got to help them. The Need for Speed team is you. helping with that. You <laughs> know Because good lord, the Mako was a mess. I first. did not hate the Mako in
2: the first Mass Effect. I liked it mainly because it's like that was the one moment where you really felt like you were exploring someplace new, a new world oh, type yeah. of thing. It was so cool, so I'm super stoked that it's going to be back. See, yeah,
0: I, I, I didn't, I didn't have a problem with the Mako because, you know, I only played the game semi recently, so I was like, oh, it's an older game. Of course,
2: it controls like
0: this. I didn't know that, <laughs> yeah. that, that it was even bad for the time.
2: Oh god, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: It, it oh was, man, those uh,
2: elevator uh, <laughs> loading scenes <yeah>. took forever. <laughs> it was, it was, it was not a very good game in the sense of there's so many technical glitches. Yeah. Uh, texture pop ins everywhere. Um uh loading screens took forever sometimes. Uh the makeup was just a mess. Yeah. Um even like combat was just kind of a disaster. Yeah. And also like But it was uh, so
1: unique that people just kinda of went, eh it's okay. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> like this was the first real space opera we had experienced since Star Wars, essentially. You yeah. know, in, in any medium. Uh and um uh, oh man, don't even get me started about, about like uh you're managing your uh uh like
1: crewmates what is... and party and stuff like that?
2: No 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 when the stuff you get.
1: Oh all the all the loot, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, oh my gosh. That, that was Yeah, Mass Effect One had whole horrible. Oh God. <laughs> whole horrible. Oh
2: my gosh.
1: Yeah, a hot mess. It was a if hot you, the whole game was a hot mess. But it was it was
2: if you didn't like, stay on that, you would have like a list of a thousand things and you had no idea what was what.
1: Right. Oh,
2: so, gosh. <laughs> so what,
0: what, what, you're, what you're telling me is none of that stuff that I did in the first game are present in the second and third?
1: What? Well, no, no like, your, your, like your story choices and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. But they made a lot of systems work much better. Well, yeah, I, <laughs> oh, I, mean, oh, I mean like the exploration and, and stuff oh, like yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah like that, that to, like, exploration is gone. Like that, but they, they definitely cut it down a lot in mm-hmm. okay. the first game. Because, yeah, uh, that's what, what, which, I mean, it's debatable. Some people liked it, some people didn't, you yeah. know. In in the f- in two and three it was more like there wasn't as much of them, but they were a little bit better designed. Whereas one, it was pretty much just like you're on a giant fucking open planet, and yeah. there might be something here, there might not be, and, and yeah. then there would be random
2: giant worms popping out of the ground. <laughs> it was
1: I, honestly, I thought it was super cool.
2: Yeah. So, so
0: okay, yeah. So so they said uh, we didn't get a release date for it, but they said they're going to talk about it more in the fall. So I'm assuming yeah. I'm assuming that maybe we'll get a release date of sometime next year
1: video game Hopefully, awards yeah. it sounds like from everything we've heard that it's probably going to be you know of course first quarter of next year yeah, Q1, so.
0: yeah.
1: well that, that that gives me
0: like
2: a, a few months to actually play through two and three so i could be all caught <laughs> up <laughs> oh man uh that is that is such a great trilogy i, I love that like you know for all its its faults and everything like looking back at it as a whole it's it's super great it's Mm -hmm. like one piece it's not three games it's one piece and it's to me that's why it's like one of my favorite games ever the mass effect piece not one two and three the mass effect piece the series as a whole yeah yes there's nothing else like it ever nothing and nothing even comes close in the way that like uh you kind of connect with the narrative and the gameplay and all that stuff so
1: it's i love that game definitely yeah um, Space operas. Definitely yeah. looking forward to that. I yeah. saw it was cool. One of the things I thought, because uh, it was another one of those, like you guys said, let's show the figures and models and things being made instead of like actual footage. Yeah. but they, they, We did get more footage than we did in the past, but it was kind of, uh, people were really disappointed because it's the third E3 in the year that we got a pretty basic uh, behind the scenes look of Mass Effect instead of actual freaking gameplay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like a legit trailer and stuff. Cool. Um, but one of the things that people thought was cool is the showing the animations of the uh the Asari chick uh smiling and it actually looking like a real smile because <laughs> everyone <laughs> knows the mass effect game <laughs> no one smiles <laughs> like a human like an actual <laughs> living creature they're all goddamn <laughs> fucking robots <laughs>
2: You can't see this because it's a podcast but my I'm trying to smile like Commander Shepard the male one and it's like <laughs> yeah, he, he, imagine he, a skeleton trying to smile Yeah <laughs> uh.
1: So everyone's like, "Oh my god, it's 2016. We finally have smile attack." Yeah. The favorite part about
2: that clip is that it ends like with a horrific, uh, kind of like a horrific instance of like this. Well, you, oh, we just cut it off right because she's smiling, and then a knife comes right by her head, and she's like, "Ah!" And <laughs> like, "Oh my gosh, this is horrifying." All right, uh,
0: so l- let's 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 take a step back from the future
2: and go all the way to the past
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. with Battlefield <laughs> One. What?
2: Oh, Lord. That oh, was, I think that's uh, great how they lined that up. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, I mean, Battlefield 1, it looks really cool. I actually got a chance to check out some of the gameplay, and the gameplay does look as good as it looked in the trailer,
1: which is weird it, to say. I will debate you heavily on that, but <laughs> um, on the actual like, gameplay portion, it's pretty close. Uh, yeah. But, but, uh, yeah, I mean they did, they did do that whole ground combat. The tra- <laughs> trailer looked so. The trailers looked like pretty heavily CGI bullshit to me. Yeah, and then like right after that, they did the te- the whole hour long. Yeah, uh, like, Gameplay session. Yeah, uh, what was it called? Battlefield squads, I believe, is what they called that. <laughs> Something like With that. With all a bunch of celebrities and stuff, and then it was yeah. like, well, hey, this is what the game actually looks. Yeah, yeah. Tyrese, weird Jamie Foxx, and uh, Zach Efron. Yeah. <laughs> and the game. And, and Lupe Fiasco. Snoop Dogg there with his joint, not I'm, giving a fuck. <laughs> I,
0: did, did Kanye show up, guys? I didn't see. No, he probably was it. around. Because <laughs> he's always at E3, he's always there.
1: Yeah. Oh man, that, that was just a weird. It's one of those. I I don't get what it is with uh, marketing teams, especially E three marketing teams, where it's just like we need celebrity endorsements. I know. Yeah, because it's, yeah. it's so it's so yeah. weird. Because watching like it was cool to see the footage and stuff of the game actually being played and whatnot, but it seemed like like three fourths of the people playing it had never played a video game before. Yeah. oh i just i just want to say like
2: those those commenters uh were terrible they were terrible (laughs) people they're just like the this one guy did something on accident and then they just made fun of him right there he's like i hate to be that guy that guy was just like dumb and i was like you're doing this in front of an audience what are you doing (laughs) yeah (laughs) this is the worst if that young man could hear
0: you he'd cry well he's gonna he's gonna watch the footage later and he's gonna find out that they're making fun of him he's like dang it um, but I feel like the reason why they have celebrities and stuff come in to do these things is because, I mean, they don't they don't have to really market it to nerds like us because we we get it we get what the game is we know how to play the game we think it looks cool but for the masses oh man my favorite rapper plays this game I should go play that game too
1: I oh, maybe I could play against the game one day maybe we get play against Tyrese and Lupe Fiasco and Zach Efron like I get that but at E3 like the people. If you're tuning in to E3, you're pretty geeky already. Yeah, no, know? that's true. <laughs> so but, 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 those kind of things maybe like later on, But I mean, to the launch or something, that might make more sense to me. But,
0: but I mean, with the way that E3 is going, it's becoming more of a public spectacle anyway. Because EA is not on the show floor. They're outside, open to the public. Yeah, that's you know? true. So it's like, oh man, if I could play next to one of my favorite rappers, I'm going to go to L.A. to play these games at EA Play. Or is yeah. EA
1: Live? I forgot what it was That called. was one of the things I really thought was cool this year is, is um, you know, when, when me and you that went, Jordan, it yeah. was very hands-off for the bigger stuff. Yes, like, it was. <laughs> you know, a lot of the big announcements, things that were announced that year, you know, right then and there, we didn't get to see, even though we were press. It was like you had to be one of the exclusive few in the club, yeah. whereas this trend this year that I really like is, like you're saying, especially EA was probably the pinnacle of it, is actually putting booths out and letting people, just the average Joes, play it, play it right then, right there, right after the announcement, it, it brought it a lot more back to the, the old feeling of E3, which I'm I'm glad about. I'm happy. That's how it should be. When they made it this very hands-off, exclusive, media-only, like, uh, snooty, you know, 1% fest type yeah. thing. It was really, <laughs> it, it just, it's been weird since then, so... I'm glad that this year we had so much of that, because I think like almost every conference they said, you know, like Bethesda had their whole area outside that opened after the co- their conference. Yeah. EA had their whole EA play the whole time. I think Ubisoft had one as well. Yeah. So that was really cool. But you then know? And, was- and they all said that at conferences, too, like, it's playable right now. Go do it, guys. Yeah. You know. But then, like, for, for Sony and Microsoft, like, nope,
2: you have to be able to get onto the show floor. <laughs> <laughs> Which,
1: Which I think that is that funny
2: that how... Uh, during the conference, they played the trailer essentially like three times. Yes, uh, there they, uh, <laughs> they played uh, the the one trailer three times. <laughs> yeah, it was it like, was like they would the
1: same trailer over and over. What are you doing? Yeah,
2: so the first time it was up to it was like the first thirty seconds. Yeah, and the next time it was the next thirty seconds, and then after that it was a full thing.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
2: I was like, what, yeah. what are yeah. they doing? <laughs> yeah, that was real real awkward. I was like, what? Yeah. Um.
0: See, so yeah, Battlefield you know, one, it, it looks cool. Uh, I'm I'm probably gonna be picking it up because I'm more of the
1: bigger shooter guy out, out of all of us. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I mean, it looked interesting. I might pick it up just for the uniqueness of it. Yeah. Um. So, uh, we'll we'll, we'll see how that goes.
0: Um. So next up, we have. I, I'm gonna leave the, the Star Wars and sports stuff for later. Um. We had we have to look at one of the new <laughs> EA. Originals. That says a lot
2: about how this conference
0: works. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we we got to see one of the EA originals, which is called uh, Fee, or Fe. What oh, was it, Fee or Fe? Fee, Fee. Fee. Yeah. Um, Fee looked looked interesting. It, it was like a um, you you play as a, a, a dark little wolf like creature
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, in a in a shadow forest <laughs> sort of mm-hmm. thing.
2: I really like it.
0: Yeah. It was like it was like a it was like a third person kind of stealthy yeah. looking thing. They
2: weren't very coy. They they were they literally almost said. We were trying to find another Yarny, so this is what we got. Yeah, that's basically... <laughs> yeah. But,
0: which is funny, because although Unravel was an amazing uh, reveal and all that, the game wasn't that well-received. Like, for me, it was,
2: it was an okay game. Like, it was, it was a, well enough that it can get a sequel. Yeah,
0: yeah, it was, it was a solid platformer and everything, but there's just some things that didn't quite feel right about it when you're playing it, but it was, it was a really beautiful game. Mm-hmm. It was really good to look at. It was, it, was, it was almost photorealistic, so that was cool. But yeah, I was I was kind of just like kind of middle of the road on it. Uh, but I believe Shane liked
2: it more than I did. I probably liked it the most out of all of you guys. Probably, yeah, yeah. Like I like all this artsy fartsy bull crap.
0: Yeah, don't, don't get me wrong. I like I I enjoyed it, but I'm saying like on a gameplay standpoint, it, it was. Oh, it was
2: in, oh, you're talking about? I thought we were talking about feet. Sorry. Like, oh, no, excited.
0: I'm still talking about uh,
2: Unravel. But, yeah, to Fee, yeah. Fee
0: looks cool. Felix looks awesome.
2: <laughs> yeah. I didn't get to play Yarny, but it looked really cool, and I was super excited to play it, but yeah. I never got to.
0: Yeah, Fee looks interesting, because, like, I, I, I want to know more about how the game actually plays, but it looks cool. I, I, I dug the art style. It, I'm trying to think of something to compare it to. Um... Yeah, I got nothing.
2: <laughs> he- uh you know what? Heavy heavy bullets, heavy ammo, whatever that game's called. Let's just say that. He- he- heavy heavy bullets. <laughs> yeah, that game. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Not at all. It's the one where you get like you get you get it's you get like a certain amount of bullets and if you shoot, you have to pick up your bullets. And, uh, and peel, it's peel. uh procedurally genera- generated roguelike. Oh. Uh, I was making a joke because they have the similar art style. Yeah, um, they're all kind of like weird. Like, whoa, light is different.
0: Yeah, I have no idea, but yes. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Um. So, so honestly, after after those those games, that's when we just really dug into Star Wars and sports for a while. For okay, for sports. We, they talked about sports for, th- like, 30 minutes, it felt like. Like, mm-hmm. the majority of of the conference felt like it was about
2: uh, sports games.
0: You uh, want to, to mention,
2: though, that it was, like, 30 minutes of talking about them, not actually showing it. Yeah. Um, can you guys talk about that really quick? I'll be right back. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, like, the Madden stuff, you know, usual, like, oh, look at this gra- uh, the new stuff. But what I think is funny, it was the whole FIFA thing. They got an actor up there who I guess is the main character in now their FIFA story mode called The Journey. Uh, Oh, Lord. Yeah, I know. And they made him do a monologue, and he was super serious. He almost seemed as if he were about to cry a little bit. He's like, you will join me in this journey. And kind of like what they did with uh, the basketball game. And also the boxing game, they're adding a single player, uh, single story mode element that uh, will try to hopefully get things moving. Was it just me, or did that look like a Guy Ritchie film? When That's what I kind of liked about it. I liked <laughs> I liked those cutscenes, but they'll be weird when it transitions from gameplay yeah. to that. <laughs> it's like that happens, and then you have to then you have to go. And you have to play a soccer game, and then yeah, like like it, totally detached from what just happened.
0: Like I, I wonder if it's going to be like like is there, are there going to be situations where you're forced to lose. Or like you absolutely have to win to continue the story, or is it gonna like just keep on going? Like, how's that gonna work? Uh,
2: that would be really cool if if like you were forced to lose so that you could get in the good favors or something like that. Yeah, like you have to, you have to oh. throw a game, or else someone's gonna kill your mom or something. Like, I don't think it'll be that serious. It'll be <laughs> just. Not. I think it's just like I think it's just a kid who's just like I want to be good and famous, and yeah. then you know he does, but then he doesn't. Uh, you know, it's like one of those
0: yeah story. like but watching that i was really confused because like this guy comes out and he starts talking like is so is this guy an actual soccer player and then he runs off nope and then, just an actor yeah and then no he's,
2: he stars in the game but is he an actual soccer player or yeah because yeah, he came out like unannounced and he was just like join me i'm like what am i joining you when what are you a soccer player you don't look fit enough to be a soccer player unfortunately <laughs> uh and it's like maybe he's just supposed to be the representation of someone playing the video game but it's like that's too serious i don't play video games that serious i am you are turning me off and turns out he's the main character
0: yeah like the the funny thing which ea does is every single year they keep showcasing all the sports games and stuff and i get it ea sports is probably their biggest uh uh a gift horse, cash crab, cash monkey? I don't know the phrase I'm looking for. They get the most money from their sports games because like, in Europe and around the world people love soccer. They love sports in general. And it's not so much uh, a thing for A, games journalists B, people like us who don't really care much about sports to begin with. And it's just a weird thing to show during E three conference because that like the people there that's not the audience for it at all like at all but I mean it's something that they have to do every single year for I guess their investors or something but uh, it, just, it just it just never feels like it should ever have a place during E three conference especially when they go yeah. into oh yeah here's our best Madden player. Mm-hmm. And let's do let's let's do like a story about the, our our best Madden player
2: online, and then let's see, let's bring an uh, an athlete very awkwardly onto the stage so that they can talk about something they don't care about.
0: Oh, yeah. oh let, let's bring out this, this great soccer manager that no one knows who the hell he is, <laughs> and, yeah, and who clearly no, does not want to be on stage. Yeah,
2: when he was talking, you could tell like it was just it was so potent how much he just did not give. Fuck about (laughs) that, the whole conference. He was just like the the uh, what's his name who was doing the conference, like was trying to make jokes and stuff. And the guy was just like, I don't, I don't know. I'll just like I give my kid an allowance. He's gonna buy this, I guess. Yeah, Peter Moore is
0: like trying to make jokes. (laughs) guy's like I don't care
2: about you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just
0: here to get a paycheck, so I can just give it give my son. Yeah, it's always
2: weird how every year it's the sports that always slows down EA's conference. Like, they have a momentum going, and then it just stops.
0: Yeah, but again, I'm pretty sure it's for their investors. And yes, their sports is their biggest um, moneymaker, because for the people who aren't especially invested in games, they, they play Madden, they play FIFA, they play uh whatever other sports games are that I can't think of right now cuz I don't play I'm them I'm just
2: not sure they need to go that
0: deeply into I, them you I don't mean? think they should at all I think they should have a separate thing like a EA Sports conference they should do mm-hmm. that and then Yeah like a PSX but only for sports Yeah but then I but I, I think it's just a thing of of what would be optics they have they have to show these things they have to do it cuz E3 is the biggest week in games and they're not going to show their biggest games which is the sports stuff that would look bad for the investors in EA so they have to do it um and I'm not I'm not, I'm not trying to defend EA cuz I thought it was a stupid thing to do <laughs> I thought it was really dumb like I don't why are you going to bring out 8 of these of, of your best Madden players, and not even let them talk at all. Like,
2: oh, you broke your arm. Is that going to be a problem for you? No. Oh, you know. <laughs> he, made, he was basically making fun of the guy who broke his arm. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, bet you're not going to win, essentially.
0: Yeah. And then we never saw them again. They were on stage what? for all of 15 seconds, and they were gone forever. Like, that, that, that's something they should not have spent any time on at all. And, and it's like, it was it was such a waste of time. It was such a waste of time you know what else was pretty much a waste of time jade raymond coming out talking about star wars and saying that we already knew yeah that was so dumb like ea has a license for one of the biggest franchises of all time in star wars and she's they're like yeah but we're not going to show you anything because we really don't got anything right now it's like why are you here
2: Honestly. Yeah, that's 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 the beauty of it. It's like last time when they were talking about Battlefront, like it couldn't have got you're like, it can't get worse than this. Them showing models of what's in the game and kinda semi documentary. And then it does because they don't they go even they go even further than not showing models. They show a guy pretending to draw on a board <laughs> and then you don't even get to see what he's drawing, which you assume is concept art for the game, and then all you see is like a like a fake C three PO and uh Oh man! Whatever the other robot's name is, yeah, uh, uh, the R two D two. Sorry, R two D two. The ball, BB-8. ball, BBA, Thank you. You know, <laughs> and then, uh, and then they just talk about like we got an idea, and then you see, then you see like the the Timefall developer, like guy, just like hands on knees watching two guys in with like ping pong ball outfits for motion cap, swinging sticks at each other and he's just like his face is just like yeah yeah <laughs> meanwhile these guys are like hitting each other he's just like what are we watching oh my gosh and then you know the Henne, damn game
1: yeah, yeah. exactly uh-huh.
2: and they're just like nope cut away before anything interesting happens and then they just have the biggest cocktease and that's when they show like three seconds of Annie Hennig's uh, game and it's just like a guy walking out of a bar yeah. looking up into the sky
0: I mean yeah it's it's cool to see Amy Hennig like working and like doing something doing like a thing that she actually cares about like in this new Star Wars game and having Visceral behind her like to 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 make it but show us something anything give, give us a, a sweet trailer that gives an idea of what the game is and not just this I don't I know it sounds it sounds a little bit mean, but I don't want to see the developers talk about their game. I want you to show me the game.
1: Yeah, like. Yeah. Yeah, going
0: to get
1: to Sony at, tomorrow, but that that was really the big difference between Sony and, every, and, and Sony. every other conference <laughs> was how they handled their time allotment
2: in the game in their uh, press conference. Yeah, there
1: was way too much just like fucking nonsense. Yes, at every conference and, a, and, and a, not enough game it's e3 show me the know. goddamn game you want, want to talk about some what's great nonsense? is that
2: <laughs> Wait, is we'll the, move to Bethesda and Ubisoft yeah but what's great about the, Bethesda, oh God, that's what's great. great about the star wars uh, part is that you can sum up with like we got stuff coming eventually and it's and they even <laughs> said like <laughs> <pretty> much, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like they were like we have stuff coming in 17 18 Nineteen twenty twenty one, but not this year, and maybe not even next year. Kind of, and the stuff that is coming out this year is like a short, a very like a a mission in VR for to be a tie, uh in x wing, yeah. which is cool. That's cool, but it's just a mission. Yeah, yeah. And then
0: we have an expansion for Star Wars Battlefront that nobody is playing anymore. Like honestly, I, I was I was talking to uh, our, our our friend Anthony the other day. I asked him like how's battlefront going? He's like it's cool if I could ever find a game. I'm just staring
1: at the the searching for a match screen like like an hour and nothing.
0: Nothing happens. Yeah,
1: it's apparently horribly dead on PC and and it's sad. Uh... Like Okay, you know, it's, I'm I'm done with EA because
0: they, <laughs> yeah. if, if they could not bother to, to show us I'm I'm, I'm I'm done talking about them. Uh let's move on move on to Bethesda. Which yeah. you know they showed some cool stuff, but then they 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 fell into the same
2: thing of let's let's talk about this stuff for way
0: too long.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, well, it's like should they even have you know a press conference because they're not so big yet. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and where they, they have like a million games. Yeah, and
0: they don't have a lot. They didn't have a lot to show. Uh, so they started off with uh, Quake Champions, which is literally Overwatch but dark and gritty. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, like you, that, you have that one girl with the, with the blue hair, and she teleports around like Tracer. Like, yep, yep. She's yep, yep. literally Tracer. I think,
2: <laughs> yeah, I think the main difference is that mo- a lot of, basically all of them are going to probably handle more like Seraph, you know, just like, yeah. w- glide through with like heavy guns. And then of course you have like the o- occasional like move, like the that teleporting move, and then the big guy who, I don't know, I guess he like... Runs super fast and then you know tackles you. You, you mean Reinhardt's but... charge? <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> yeah. What, what? What I assume is going to happen is since it's Quake, it's going to be a thing where you yeah you can pick these individual champions that have their their own special abilities and stuff, but you can pick up any weapon. That's why I assume it's going to be because right at the beginning of the trailer, you see a guy with a shotgun kills the dude with the pulse with the laser gun. Then he picks up the laser gun. Then he runs off and does his stuff.
2: Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how they keep the lineage of Quake while also moving it forward into this new era of hero shooters. Yeah. Because, you know, part of Quake is, you know, the classic arena shooter stuff. You pick up weapons, you run really fast, and you shoot people in the face. And then, you know, uh, 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 hero shooters are a lot different than that. They're more strategic. you got to think a little bit more. And you have to work as a group. But in, you know, arena shooters, you didn't have to. You just... Run around and just shoot people in the face
0: and like I, I think at this point we have enough hero shooters i i would I would kind of look forward to having just a straight up arena shooter,
1: but that's no, not no, that, that's not no, that's not the time this we're is the gaming industry we're talking about yeah here, okay. If any particular game does big, you know, the next three fucking years, this is going to be copycat after copycat. It's true. <laughs> it's just the way it is.
0: Although, I, I, was, I was surprised that id Software is working on, on Quake Champions, because they just came out with Doom, so they're working on Doom and Quake at the same time, I guess. Sure. So, that's cool. Like, um, I, w- I kind of would have been disappointed if it was Machine Games, but
2: hey, they kind of stealth-teased uh, Wolfenstein the New Colossus, apparently. Which is just right, yeah they didn't they didn't really say anything about it except in that weird boot ups shot that yeah. was at the beginning, um, but that's cool that they're at least like saying like, yeah, it's a thing, yeah, you yeah. know we're not gonna show you it yet, but
0: yeah, we're doing something
2: <laughs> I just, like I really like Wolfenstein, Yes. Uh, yeah. uh you know what's great is that Bethesda you know, like props guys, You b- helped Id bring back. Three great franchises. Yeah, uh, Wolfenstein, Doom, and Quake. We don't know how Quake will turn out yet, but Doom came out, came back swinging. Yeah, uh, Wolfenstein is was like a breath of fresh air when it came back came out because like you didn't have to worry about you know there was none of this new mumbo jumbo stuff. It was just a good shooter. Yep, uh, straight and up it was shooter. Really great. So you know, I think it's it's great that they're focusing on what are these games good at, and they're good at being classic shooters and that's what they focus on and that's why these games are so good
0: yeah like and and i think that's what made wolfenstein so good and so it is making uh um doom so good yeah. because they're not trying to be like other games they're trying to be like what they are but mm-hmm. then you have quake come along and it's like we're gonna be like overwatch and these other hero shooters it's like yeah it's, it kind of, you're kind we're- of missing the point here guys of what yeah. you're good at
2: <laughs> Which makes that one the outlier of the this group of three, because yeah. the other two did so well in sticking to what they were doing and yeah. their and just sticking to their guns uh and just you know being what they were yeah uh, so it's just it'll be interesting to see how quake champions turns yeah, out
0: but, but let me just say this here maybe i'm wrong, maybe i'm wrong, and quake champions turns out to be just a fantastic freaking game, but just from that trailer alone that's just what it makes me feel like, like, like it's, a, it's a step in the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. We haven't seen. That's all we've seen about the game. Maybe it'll be better. We have to wait until QuakeCon to find out more about it. Um, we got to finally confirm the Skyrim Remaster, mm-hmm. which console people have been excited are, are excited for,
1: and then everyone PC is like, "Well, <laughs> we kind of already have this." <laughs> yeah. I like the uh, PC mm-hmm. game where it was. Uh... Thrown shade. immediately put out an article. How to make the updated edition right now with yeah. mods, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and and even Bethesda uh, kind of acknowledged that because at, at the conference itself they didn't say it, but in interviews afterwards, Todd Howard uh, basically said that you know, yeah, PCs pretty much had this since like the first week, you know, and and yeah. it's just something that we couldn't do on consoles because of. Technical reasons and, and hardware reasons, and now they can, and, um, and that's why the, the, they announced that you know PC is mm-hmm. getting the free upgrade to this edition. To I keep forgetting what it's called. Uh, it Doesn't matter. Special edition. Special yeah. edition now. Okay, it's always special, enhanced, upgraded. Blah 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 blah. blah. Ultimate or <laughs> yeah, ultimate. That's a, that's the hot one. Uh, but uh, yeah, you know PCs getting a free update to it because yeah. they're saying which you know, is great. Yeah,
2: that's good. That they at least acknowledge, like, yeah, you guys don't need this, so we'll just give it to you guys if you want. Yeah. Well,
1: it's, it's smart, because, yeah. like, how many people are going to really buy it? And, like, people on Reddit are saying is it to an extent, you can kind of read it as a bribe to be, you know... The, besides the updated graphics, the big feature is console mods. Yeah. And if none of the PC people who actually make mods pick it up, then they're not going to be making mods for the console version. Yeah. So it's kind of like hey, we'll give it to you free, please make mods, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is totally fine. I mean, everybody wins in the end doing it that way, so. Yeah. Uh the one concern that I saw from people on Reddit and stuff said though is is that uh hopefully it's a it's a like a completely separate game. Yeah. And not just a force like a forced patch on Skyrim as it is now cuz it could Potentially break the hell out of a lot of mods. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. But that's that's one of the things too. Is it's going to be curious to see how much of this is just like back end engine stuff, or, or just like upgraded textures. Yeah, that aren't going to necessarily affect it. Because I'm really curious to see just how backwards compatible mods are. Because if it's if they if they handle it with care and they do it correctly, there's not really any reason stuff shouldn't be able to just get copy pasted over but um you know there's developers tend to be developers and not actual human beings and tend to, <laughs> tend, to, to tend to not think about consequences of stuff like that and yeah. just change stuff without really thinking about it that you know my favorite example of course is um the witch devs and how you know they're fantastic fantastic people absolutely fantastic people yeah but they're they're kind of like the quintessential Developer logic versus player logic to me, because yeah. uh, like every time they put out a patch, they put out mod tools almost like immediately when the game came out. And they're like, "Yeah, please mod the game." And then like every patch, they break everything because they don't <laughs> think about it at all. So everyone's just like, "Well, great, another patch and DLC came out. That's cool, but everything is broken." <laughs> yeah. So you know, that, hopefully it's very. I feel like Bethes- because Bethesda is definitely using mods as a big selling point for people getting it on console, they're going to go out of their way to make it easy to port stuff over. Cause, and it's smart, because, good lord, there's tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of mods for Skyrim already, so yeah. if they want this to do well, they don't want those people to have to work hard to rebuild it. Yeah. So And 9,000
2: of those are Macho Man, Randy Savage uh, mods. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
1: And a whole lot of... The thing I'm... <laughs> The the one thing I have to say for you guys on consoles, you do get mods, but there's a lot of um, interesting, interesting mods that you guys don't get on the more PG thirteen version of uh, the modding community that's presented on Bethesda.net. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of stuff that deals with the more adult features of modding. Yep, on that is Lord true. Skyrim. Um, no... Talking about boobs. Yeah. <laughs> lots, lots, lots of boobs.
0: So um, keeping up with the themes of Elder Scrolls, we had some stuff about the Elder Scrolls online, which is apparently one of the biggest MMOs
2: uh, so
1: right now. they said, what was it, 7 million or 7 million. million. 7 million. So I lo- it's one of those things where I, like I love, that's like marketing genius the, right there. Yeah, that that's I love. PR right. speak right there. Yeah, total PR speak. Because if you actually go to their website and look at the where they break down the numbers, that's not like... Current players. That's how many people who have ever bought the game. Yeah. So, you know, it's a lot, a lot less impressive when you look yeah. at it that way. Like, but in theory, you know, in theory, there's seven million players. Right. <laughs> I mean, it is free to play, so in theory, they could, they could all start playing tomorrow. You know? mm-hmm. Who knows? Who knows? Um. <laughs> so, but uh, you know, I know it did do very well on consoles, and appa- and I'm actually reinstalling it again right now. Oh, see, it uh, as we speak, <laughs> and, yeah. As, as we speak, and my one of my friends who uh, picked it up early on and didn't like it, he's actually giving it another shot. He said uh, he made a new character, and he said the starting area right now, there's people everywhere. So yeah. you know, apparently people are coming back. So that's good. It makes sense.
0: So, oh, and, well, I mean because they they announced the they're removing the level restrictions and
1: yeah, they're doing a very interesting uh concept it's not really really new to video games um yeah. MMOs, I know they've done it basically what they're doing is they're they're making everything scale and they've done it in s o before uh that the post release d l c packs they've added like orson orcenium Uh, Everything within those DLCs would scale depending, you know, irregardless of your level and whatnot. Yeah. And they've made dungeons and stuff do it. So now they're finally taking the last step of applying it to the entire game with the caveat uh, caveat of being outside of PvP.
0: Yeah.
1: So the whole PvE world now, everything scales up. It doesn't matter what level you are. You're going to get experience. You're going to get loot that's appropriate. Um, And. Also important too is that you can go to the three other factions, uh, or three other. There's three uh, different alliances essentially. Yeah. And you, it, it you know, that releases you pick one, and that's all you really got to see uh, while leveling. And and it really split up the community because you know you don't, you didn't, you already. Yeah, I can't talk right now. It already did not have a huge community, and then you split it three ways. That's not really the smartest way to handle things, yeah, so they're getting rid of that now, finally, where you can they, again they've done that already to an extent with dungeons and things, but now you can go anywhere you want, literally anywhere you want you know if it's if it was a level fifty zone and another alliance before when they put this out in I think they said November, you know you can go from the get go you know create a character and immediately go to that lat, you know previously end game zone in a completely different alliance. And go level up there if you wanted to. Which sounds really cool. And it just makes... Gives you so much more content to play with than they had before. And lets you play with other people that you couldn't play with before. And I feel like it's kind of like their attempt to kind of one-up Blizzard. Yeah. Because it's the same concept that Blizzard's applying to Legion, the new expansion pack, where uh, all of the zones except... Uh, I think Suramar is the only one. Um, all the other zones you can do in any order you want. Everything will, you know, scale up to your level and and whatnot. And so I feel like they were like, you know, what? That's a cool idea. Let's apply it to the entire game, just to say fuck you. <laughs> you <know>? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, that is a great move, especially when people are trying to get their friends to join. You know?
1: Yeah. It's just it's just when you look at the difference between. Uh, what you could do and, and what content you had available to you at launch in Elder Scrolls, versus what you have now, and then versus what you're going to have when this goes in place, it's like an exponential increase. Yeah, and that's always you know that's really what drives MMOs is having things to do. So removing all these barriers is just a fantastic idea, in in my opinion, and, and something really. Mm-hmm. Um, more games should do. Yeah, a hundred
0: percent. That should be that's... a standard thing in MMOs in general, in my opinion, at least.
2: Yeah, and it's really great that you can just go back and do all the the all three of them, three of the factions. Uh, yeah, I
1: mean, because that will give you some time, you know. I think it helps too, because like I know, for example, one of the reasons my friend who just went back uh, really didn't like it when you started is we we started as uh Almiri Dominion and there are areas like they're are really cool race wise and whatnot. Yeah. Um but their areas kinda suck <laughs> and really badly. Yeah. So uh you know that was one of the things it's like, oh we made a character, we stepped out in the zone and this is boring as hell. Whereas the other ones are really cool. Uh and you know and we can't do this yet, but come November If that's, if you run into that situation, just walk, just go walk over to the other zone. Yeah. Go play there, you know? (laughs) There's nothing stopping you. Or, or if you don't, there's no even concept of a starting zone anymore because all the zones are starting zones and all the zones are end zones, you know? Yeah. That's just, it's just, hey, there's stuff to do and it's fun. Go do it. We're not going to tell you you can't do it because of some arbitrary reason that, you know, it's, that's one of those kind of archaic old school. Uh, game concepts that I feel like really needs to die out is this idea that we need to hold your hand and you can only do content when we tell you that it's appropriate for you, etc. etc. Like, just let me play the game, you know?
0: Yeah. Uh, So, moving on to some nonsense, in
1: my opinion, is Fallout 4. We have more (laughs) Fallout 4 stuff. Talk about filler. Uh, oh, my God! Good Lord! They spent so much time just showing useless random crap like people's here's all my this cool settlement I built like it's your you're at e three this is your time to shine everyone's watching your conference, and you take five to ten minutes to show settlements.
0: Hey, guess what? You what had, you, you could build a, a Rube Goldberg machine in Fallout Four now. You have you have a sorting machine. You got you know you could sort stuff if you want to. I guess <laughs> like.
2: And at that point, I faded away in my seat. <laughs>
1: yeah. It was, it was so okay. You go to uh, to see stuff that's coming out, not stuff, stuff that's already out. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs>
0: l- let me let me put this dis- disclaimer on here again. Here at PCP. Uh, a majority of us, not going to say who, but a majority of us are not that hot
1: on Fallout Four. It... I think we all hate it. I just don't. I I didn't have alternatives to go play, so oh, I dude. was kind of forced to play it. And I I openly hate that game. Like, yeah. I'm,
0: I deleted it. That game is never. I'm not. I'm just never going to play it again because it's a stupid
1: ass game. Um, I it, will say. um being the one only person who seems to remotely like the game yeah. out of us, uh, it did seem cool. I don't know why you would pay money for it, yeah. Um, except for Nuka World. Like, Nuka-Cola World sounds like it could be really interesting. The whole idea of a theme park overran and operate it now by... Uh, crazy ass raiders, yeah. But is it like
0: Mad Max people. But is it going to be a thing? Right when you walk up to it, everyone sees you, and then you get eighty five thousand red dots on your on your radar that you have to kill. Yeah.
1: I'm sure it probably won't go off like that, but uh, <laughs> just that, that is a very unique concept. I don't think I've seen it in another game, so I'll give them credit yeah. for that. But yeah, you know, hey, we've got conveyor belts and stuff, which is, I mean, it's cool that they're adding that stuff, but like you know, the whole one whole DLC revolves around making your own vaults. First of all, that makes no sense lore-wise. It doesn't. Whatsoever. But hey, it's neat. Second of all, there's like a dozen mods that already do that and now you have mods on consoles and everywhere? Yeah. Well, I don't understand why they thought that was like, we should do this ourselves.
0: But but Cody, now now you can officially make yourself a Fallout Shelter. Just like in the hit mobile game, Fallout Shelter. Oh,
1: fuck! You just hit me! Dude! You just blew my mind.
0: <laughs> oh God! Also, Fallout Shelter is coming to PC, which
1: gives people ask for that.
0: Yeah, awesome, right? I mean, they're adding new stuff to Fallout Shelter too uh, for both mobile and PC stuff. I mean, there's I mean I
1: mean, for like a mobile game, it I'll, I'll give the credit for a mobile game. It is actually pretty fun. Yeah, but it is at its heart a mobile game. It's extremely grindy. So
0: I haven't touched but, it.
1: I, oh, it's so goddamn grindy! Oh, my God. I mean, it's a mobile game. so yeah. yeah. It's, one of, it's, not, it's one of the quintessential games where you're not really playing it. It's just kind of running in the background and you're checking on it every five minutes.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, <laughs> or, or every hour even or something. Um, but, it, I mean, it's cool that they're adding more content. It's extremely popular. So, yes. I mean, it's not for me, but for those people who like it, it's cool that they're getting more content.
0: yeah. Um, so let's move on to something that's at least better. Uh Doom. The Doom DLC is coming and there's a free demo that's available to anybody on PS4, Xbox One and PC. You just go down the demo and you get to play through the first level. That was really uh, cool and unexpected. That's really cool of them, yeah. Um so I I picked it up on PS4 and I played it and I can confirm that Doom is fun. It's a lot it's a lot of fun. <laughs> um so if you guys haven't yet, download the demo, give it a try for yourself. I feel like if you like if you liked Wolfenstein, you should like Doom as well. Um, what was the new DLC? The new DLC,
1: it's... I have no idea, really. Actually, give me, give me a second here. <laughs> I know they were adding some stuff to Snap Map, which is actually one of the... Uh, the cooler features. Cooler features of the game, yeah. Their whole... Uh, Snap Map, for people who don't know, is their... essentially, like, their map... Creator, yeah, yeah, but they're expanding it out now to be like a legit, like level creator for single player type interactions and stuff too, which is which is really cool. And adding, I think they're adding more creatures and uh, more classes, I guess. Yeah, so to the
0: multiplayer as well. Yeah, so the first major DLC pack is called "Unto the Evil" and delivers new maps and a playable demon called the Harvester, a new gun, and new armor. Uh, new game modes are on the way to multiplayer, including Exodus, a capture the flag mode, and Sector, which will be similar to King of the Hill. New free-for-all modes are also coming. Uh, Bethesda also announced a VR version of Doom with support for the HTC Vive, which was interesting because they kind of threw Oculus under the bus a little bit with
1: that. Yeah, that's really been the uh, the big thing takeaway from the different conferences: is seeing who's uh, the, you know VR has definitely turned it into the new. Uh, like you know, uh, Blu-ray versus HD DVD. Yeah. yeah, everybody's kind of backing one camp. And Bethesda went with Vive. Uh, I think it was Ubisoft went with uh, uh, Oculus Rift. Yeah. yeah, Oculus. And then Sony came out and was like, "Hey, we got our own, and it's cheaper than both of yours." Ha-ha. Yeah. <laughs> and the <laughs> stuff that they showed for it looks great. Actually, <laughs> looks like good games, but that's for tomorrow. We'll we talk, about talk about that tomorrow. Yeah. tomorrow. We'll talk about, we'll talk
0: about it later. <laughs> um. So then we got to see a uh, surprise uh the people who made dishonored are also making Prey. It is not like it once was. Yeah, it is, it it is like
2: definitely like, a reboot.
0: I have no yeah. I've never seen or I've never seen Prey, I've never played Prey. So Prey, oh, the first, Prey was the, dope. The
1: first Prey you were played as like a Native American biker. Mhm. got abducted by aliens and a Native American mechanic. Mechanic, sorry. And then you're abducted by aliens. I like this premise so far. Uh, well, the aliens, like, suck up your enti- the entire bar you're in, including your girlfriend. Yeah. And, you and you're, like, up. running around inside their sh- their invasion ship, um, which has all kinds of crazy, like, physics and upside down and craziness going on. And essentially, like, trying to find your girlfriend and, and get the fuck off that doomsday ship. Yeah. And it was a really interesting, uh, unique game. And people were like, hell yeah, let's let's get another one. And then they, a few years ago they showed Prey 2. And it was kind of like an evolution of that almost where it seemed like maybe the ship got away and a human was on board and now he's a space bounty hunter. Yeah. Now, there's,
2: a, there's actually a scene in the first uh, uh, Prey that is where the origins of that guy from Prey 2 was supposed to be. Um, there's a part in the game where uh, a, a aircraft... Flies in inside of the main spaceship and crashes and then you and then later on in the game you wander through that uh air, that like jet that crashed and yeah. there's a bunch of empty seats but it's essentially the guy from prey Two was someone in that airplane that crashed uh oh. he was an air marshal and um so Um, So you went
1: from being an air marshal to a space marshal. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And it looked like it was going to be amazing. And then it got canceled because that's what happens. Good games can't be made. Yeah. Um, And then nothing was talked about for a couple of years now. And then now we have this game that's called Prey, but doesn't look anything Mm -hmm. like either of those. Yeah. It looks more like Dead Space than Yeah.
0: Which is why I'm totally in. Mm -hmm. Um, I. it's it's like maybe the person you play as is in some kind of simulation, and something goes wrong. Yeah. And oh, uh, Jordan, in.
2: just for yeah. you, just for your knowledge. But uh, a heavy thing about the first prey was the use of portals during gameplay. Ah. uh so there's there's combat while these portals kind of made everything all twisty and windy. So you could be fighting upside down. Yeah. There's this one weird scene where you portal yourself. And to and you become a super small, and you're walking on a tiny planet in this glass vase, while oh. this giant, a, while the well, he's not giant; he's a normal size alien. But to you, he looks like a giant. Yeah. looks at you, and then you jump out of that, uh, and you shoot him. So there's a lot of that stuff, and also like alien buttholes you walk through. Okay, uh, I and, definitely uh, find
0: and also a way to like play this. a
2: special appearance, guest appearance of George Nori from Coast to Coast. Oh Let's my like. God yeah he's in there there's like oh random my God. There, there's random like uh uh jukeboxes you can find throughout the entire game and then and there's george nori talking about alien invasions that possibly are happening
0: you, you don't know how excited that makes me i need okay i need <laughs> to get my hands on, on this original prey <laughs> oh man i own it on the xbox 360 I was like I can't let this gem get away yeah. from me. Okay, I I yeah, I'm going to look it up later to see if I could if I could get
2: it like now. Uh, uh but- Yeah, it was super fun. That's why we were all excited when this new version was coming. I was like, "Oh, this looks Yeah, it makes sense." And now this
1: Prey, I'm not mad at it. It just it looks super different. Yeah. Yeah. It it's Prey in name only. I'll, yeah. I'll, it might be a good game. Like it looks like like we said, it looks like a crazy psychological thriller dark space dark space. Dark space, mm-hmm. far to say it correctly. <laughs> yeah, 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 it is like, dark space. Okay, yeah, like why a, did my that, my brain thought like it was like, a, else. like okay. a dark
2: space story on Yeah, dark. yeah. <laughs> dark space is the space in between galaxies, right? That's what we're talking about. The that... sure, <laughs> okay. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm trying, I'm trying to get on the same page as you guys. I'm...
1: But that's hard when I'm not even on the same page with myself. Yeah, I was, to, uh, I, was, I was
0: waiting for like another word to come after dark space. I was like dark, dark space. I said dark, dark,
1: I was waiting for you guys to correct me, and then I was like, well, dark I was correct. <laughs> <so."> <laughs> yeah, but, but, yeah, and, but, uh, but and, yeah,
0: and shout out to the to uh, the main character named Morgan Yu. He looks Which like he's is... an Asian man.
2: He like, he looks like an Asian Mexican man to me. Yeah, it's yeah, like no, it's a
1: very bloody eye. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Man, he needs Man, to, he, he he needs needs to clear stop eyes. doing. Yeah, clear <laughs> eye, clear eyes. Stop <laughs> doing cocaine and go to sleep. right there. Yeah, Maybe that's
1: why he's losing. He's been doing too much coke. Too much coke. That's <laughs> why he, he doesn't he's sleep. Like... He's
2: injecting it in one eyeball.
0: that's why he gets the, the the biggest buzz. Uh, so, yeah, Prey looks cool. Um, I want that. I want it in my life. I want both of them in my life.
2: Mm-hmm. I need. To fi- <laughs> I need
0: to find this original Prey and get and get and play that. There's so many that, games I have to play so I can play the, the the next game in whatever
2: series. Well, this looks so different that you probably don't have to play it, but it's worth going back because it's a fun game. It's,
0: it sounds like it's worth it. Um, speaking of games that I have to play the previous game before I can play it, Dishonored 2. Uh, you know, oh my god, you haven't played – oh my god, Jordan. It's a Jordan game, right? Like That's a game that I should play.
1: You haven't played Dishonored 1. It's
0: on my desktop, though. It's on my desktop, so I'm going to play that soon. What
1: the F? (laughs) This podcast is over. Go right now. Play that
2: game. two of us that haven't played it. You...
0: Idiots. Well, Shane hasn't <laughs> played it either. He he has a defensive hey. edition. So what? Hey.
1: No, that's not even the kind of game I usually play. And I played it, but you guys—that's a total fucking Jordan Bay game. And you guys—you know what it. game I played instead
2: was Thief. <laughs> oh oh <good>. god! <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: the one that no one likes. <laughs>
1: No, you guys need to all go do that immediately. That game was so good. Yeah, like, I've only I've only ever seen gameplay. I was
0: watching Jesse Cox play it, and it looks super fun.
2: Honestly, I'd be under too much pressure on to wanting to play it stealthy, because I, I want to get the good ending. Oh, but oh yeah. yeah. Stealthy bloody stuff
1: what. looks super cool. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, You as people what essentially did, is you played both, because the good ending was like, oh, that's nice. And abandoning was really bad. But it was so much fun. The game was so good at just being a slaughter simulator. Can I just say that the person that was
0: playing the game at E3 was just murdering everyone for no reason?
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm curious if they got rid of the morality system and just were like, you know what? 90% of people wanted to kill things. Let's just let them kill things. These people, Especially because it's not like the first game, but it was like all the henchmen were not really bad. They were just like... They're henchmen. Yeah. Whereas now it really seems like these are bad dudes. Like like you know they came from another universe or some crazy shit. Something. Yeah, so yeah. I okay to kill them because they're not even really humans. They're from another galaxy or universe. It's all right. Yeah. F them. They're different. <laughs> kill them. <laughs> Watching <laughs> that demo, it's
2: just like whoa. They give you like a, a a a tool that lets you basically just have it on easy mode. That time gun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> There's got to be, like, a like a, a meter or something for... Really yeah, that. there's got to be I'm some like, oh. limitations to it. Because I was
0: looking at the magic meter. It was already drained. It was like, you're still using this thing. Like why? Okay, then
1: you had sheets on. Then. <laughs> like, who, okay, I was just like... like how are you yeah, not going to
0: always like, use this thing, you
1: know? Yeah, I would use it all the time. I would never stop using it. <laughs> yeah. For people who didn't see it, essentially, it was a kind of like a, a mirror into a, a different timeline. And you could look through it and see, like, oh, if there's – I need to get past this guard who's here in this version of the universe. And then you just look at your mirror and he's not there. And then you just go to that place and you walk past where the guard would have been and then come back. Yeah. So like it literally part, cheats. <laughs> yeah,
2: my favorite part is that the guy who was talking while there were, we were watching gameplay basically said, yeah, you can use this device to solve puzzles. And it's not solving puzzles. At all. You just use it and you walk. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There are no puzzles with this thing. I guess technically you're solving a puzzle, but just not doing it. Yeah.
2: (laughs) One example that he showed was like, there's a gate and then so the guy went back in time and there was not a gate and so he walked forward and I was just like that was not a puzzle at all and part of the puzzle
0: was how am I going to kill this man in a way his
2: friend will see it yeah I'm right behind him in front of him and he can't see me because I time traveled that is not a puzzle that's me about to murder a man without him knowing that's worse than being invisible
1: (laughs) Pretty much, man. That's my way of handling puzzles, okay? You guys know how much I hate puzzles. (laughs) You You might as well be a ghost. (laughs) Pretty much, you are. You're
0: just 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 a a murder ghost walking around. Dude,
2: um, I, I don't even know how anyone can play this second game. There's so many powerful, like, things. You turn into, like, a ghost monster and you just, like, whip people around with your weird shadow ghost. You become paws. the smoke monster from Lost and rip people yeah. in half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, what? how is this even fair to the bad guys? <laughs> <laughs>
0: You can mind control two people. Oh no, three people have one kill himself, and the other two people die as well. <laughs>
2: like, if I were one of those guys, if I were a henchman, I would quit as soon as a like, smoke monster popped up anywhere, or if someone came out like traveled through time to kill my friend. I, I'm saying, I'm out of here. You're I didn't sign by. up for
1: this shit. They don't pay me enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't ask for this.
2: Throw it on your smoke. I just manga. saw. That's, that's really death. one of those
1: concepts you never see in a video game, and it's so true. Like, because you're, you're always just fighting. Random henchmen, and it's like, unless you're fighting the Nazis or something, you, like ninety percent of these people are just, like, dude, that fucker just turned into a ghost. Yes, like, I'm I didn't sign up to fight ghosts. I signed up to beat, yeah, half dead, starving peasants. Yeah. All right, hold on,
2: <laughs> hold on. I just saw you evaporate. You can just walk by. I don't need this. I don't need this in my life. It's
1: like, it's like day six. Like you run in, like you're just. Badass dude, gangster man, you've been meeting up on peasants, and then fucking Adam Jensen walks up to you, and this guy's obviously like three fourths of him are goddamn crazy robot. <laughs> I just be like, nah, man, walk right past. I'm not messing with that. <laughs> 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 do you need more candy bars so you can be charged up? <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> it's <just> like, like <laughs> no, do you
1: you need some ammo or something? Like, what yeah, I've got do? some double
2: like, A batteries eat? because you know, you run on that. <laughs> yeah. Well that Sergio, you caught me off guard with the candy bar thing. <laughs> That's, <laughs> <so> <laughs> that. That's how he charges his batteries is by eating <laughs> candy bars. <laughs> it was so
1: true in the first game. Just like oh shit I'm the one really true. True. <laughs>
2: pop <the> Snickers. <laughs> hey, do you do you need to you mean take out those bullets from you? Nah, I'll just eat a tiger bar. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh
2: man, it's true.
1: It's like <laughs> Logic, video game logic It's true, like I never thought about that Like World of Warcraft, when like you get through a boss fight And you're half dead And you've got to like, if you think about it you probably got like a giant slash down your chest Or like bullets riddled in you And you're just like, hold on, let me sit down and eat a steak real quick Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. see, I think I think the
2: I think Castlevania does a better job because you're eating a full turkey, yeah. all right. But you know, Day of Sex is preposterous. You just eat a candy bar and that's it.
1: Or, or of course, the worst offender is probably Skyrim, where it's just like, hold on, giant dragon, I need to stuff eighteen apples in my face real quick.
2: Yeah, the, <laughs> instant. That's and that's just thinking about how fast he has to eat those eighteen apples.
1: Yeah. You see him like you just you're just dragging. You're running at this guy, and he just like awesome whips out a bag and just (laughs) for the record
2: after eating 18 apples I'd run slower (laughs) (laughs) I'd probably take a
1: nap afterwards yeah
2: there's no way I'm fighting a dragon after eating 18 (laughs) apples
1: hold on I need to go take a bathroom break I
2: I gotta poop real bad
1: (laughs) all that fiber you just ate. He's oh, gonna fire uh, out my butt. So, so we were talking about E three. Yeah, uh, that's <laughs> it for Bethesda.
2: <laughs> yeah, we just finished, and that's it for this podcast because we just hit everything. And moral of the story: they are both kind of disappointing. Cool stuff sometimes, but they just didn't know how to manage their time.
0: Do do you, do you guys want to talk about Ubisoft at all today, or should we just say that for?
2: Let's just no. You know what? Let's do. No, nah, wait. How long? How long?
1: Is wait. That? Well, cool. you,
2: okay for yeah, Ubisoft. Ubisoft Ubisoft we can do Ubisoft good- today and then we can do Xbox, uh, Sony and, and Nintendo then yeah, yeah. after that.
0: Uh, okay well let's just go fast with Ubisoft because they, they, they did show off cool stuff and other stuff is just cringy as hell
1: like <laughs> So yeah Ubisoft the main thing um, the show division. The new DLC for that. But it was yeah. really weird because they announced another – and showed off another DLC before the first DLC is even out. And we don't really even know anything about that DLC either. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, they like, yeah, okay. we have DLC coming. We're not going to tell you about it, but we have DLC. Okay, bye. <laughs> Pretty much. And, you know, they look cool yeah, and we, whatnot. We, but...
0: we, we, we got to see LeVar Burton talk about um, Star Trek VR for like 15 minutes. All right. <laughs> I got cool. cool. It was cool. It was okay. cool. Okay.
2: It looks cool, but it also does not because the, 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 it it, look, all it is is you put on a VR and then you're pressing up, down while the hand is moving like that. It's like, oh man, I would have been cool to use the hand devices that press buttons, but instead it's just like a janky hand moving up, down, uh, to, to put up, to like make the shields go up. I was like, oh man, I guess this is cool, but I wanted like. I want the hand things in yeah. there.
0: Yeah. So Star Trek Bridge Crew, it's basically if you guys ever played it, a space team, but it's Star Trek. So it's you and Which friends. Which is cool. It's you and friends, and you have to you have to say, oh yeah, we need this thing turned on. We need this thing turned
1: on. Turn all power to shields or something like that. You know, you have to communicate with your friends to. You're basically playing like the majority of every Star Trek episode of them just hanging out <laughs> on the bridge, pushing yeah. buttons. You get to be the man who pushes buttons this yeah. time. You are the one that. It's cool. I mean, I'm, like, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. That's kind of like one of the dreams of like every nerd growing up is yeah. like, I want to be on a Star Trek or Star Wars spaceship and like pilot it. And now you can because you got VR for that for Star Trek. Yeah. And then now you got Star Wars doing their VR where you can pilot next X-wing. A, an X-wing. Yeah. yeah. Boom. The future is now, people. We can finally do it. We in there. Um, we
0: got to see some single player stuff for For Honor. Which is cool. Which is interesting. Yeah,
1: I was not expecting it to have a, a single single yeah. player story. Yeah. I'm I thought it was going to be like a super multiplayer Honor. game only. Yeah, same here. Yeah, I, I, I just I have a pet peeve every time I hear like a, like a fantasy story. It's like a thousand years of war. I'm like, that's a fucking long time. It is. That's, that's like nobody you know. has a concept. Like we fought for a thousand years. You know what happened a thousand years ago. We like well, the fucking Romans and shit. We're still around. Yeah. <laughs> I was about
2: to say they did not evolve at all. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> and now we have spaceships. Like, and then, but these people—they've been fighting for a thousand years, and literally, the only difference is now I have a little bit more armor on than yeah, I did and a thousand years buffered. ago. <laughs> Unless you're a Viking, then you still don't wear armor. Yeah,
2: but but to their to the story's credit, it, they're fighting for a thousand years because of a god that just wants perpetual war. Yeah, basically. So, which which is kind of a neat idea that like they're fighting because they're essentially brainwashed uh, to fight, and then now the story is about how they rise up against the, this god, which I yeah. think is kind of cool.
0: That, uh, it does look cool. So I'm 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 still I don't know if I'm going to get it because I mean, the multiplayer it's basically chivalry but but more in depth combat,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, which is cool. But I don't know I don't know if it's something that is going to have legs. Now, I'm, I, yeah. I you know what that... doesn't
2: have legs is Grow Home, because I don't think that's going to... Oh, Grow really Up, you mean? <laughs> grow Up, sorry. Yeah, it's a, I don't think too much about it. Really yeah, well. <laughs> it's, a, it's, another,
0: it's another small Ubisoft game, because Grow Home came out, and like some people liked it, a lot of people just didn't bother to play it or talk about it, but it, it's, it's getting a sequel, so that's cool for them. Uh, what did blow my mind, though, which made me really excited, was uh, Ghost Recon
1: Wildlands. Yeah, that was a really good. Um, because that was a really good demo. Yeah, demo. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah,
0: I don't know if I've ever talked about it on any of the podcasts that we've ever done, but I always said my dream multiplayer thing is just like you have to go inside this compound and you could. It's like a dynamic multiplayer thing where somebody could be doing like causing a a, distra- a distraction elsewhere, so people like go over there and then someone else can go and complete the mission and stuff like that. And that's what they do in Wildlands, and that like really really like blew my mind where you see that one guy's like yeah you guys go ahead and chase that guy i'm just gonna mess around with these people in this compound and then grab a helicopter and save you <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: it, that multiplayer chat i feel like chat, that's though.
1: what yeah. Yeah. No, the, uh, the voice acting in these e3 stuff is always so goddamn bad and cheesy and unrealistic
0: they should just get that one guy who who plays like hyper serious in in random multiplayer games like you know, like he's like, oh, I'm here, I'm on, I'm on your, I'm on your six, I'm Oscar
2: Mike, and like he's playing Battlefield or something. Like yeah. Else is like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I saw I saw a video of some guy playing that way in the division. Yeah, no, okay. same guy. It's the same guy. Oh yeah, that's the one. Yeah, he's, he would make the he make the he'd make the grunts if he got shot. It's, oh,
0: this. I'm down. Oh God, help me, please. uh oh. <laughs> Yeah.
1: Uh, But yeah, it looked really, really cool. And and, uh, I want to give a shout-out to uh, one of the better memes that I saw come out of. Because the best part of E3 is... The Twitch chat, yeah. by far,
0: <laughs> the, the snarkiest F-
1: people in the world. Every you know, like uh, every time somebody died in in a trailer, just everybody, the whole chat would just become a wall of F. You know, press F to pay respects, <laughs> <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> and and one of the be- uh, better ones for Wildlands, I saw because the the story for Wildlands is basically the Mexican drug cartels take over Bolivia and turn it into, like, a you know a drug paradise. Yeah. And the white Americans have to come and put a stop to it. And Reddit, or not Reddit, uh, Twitch chat was like, oh my God, it's Donald Trump Dream Simulator 2016. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. As soon as this trailer started out, it was like, yep, this is what he wants in his life. Hey, we're just yeah. going to set and go reco- We built a wall around Bolivia, and then we sent the spec ops in to murder everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> But, yeah, it looked really cool. It looks really. It looks like what Division
0: uh, should, should have been. been. Yeah. Like, sad to say, granted, I still like the Division, and you,
1: you're still playing the Division, right, Cody? Yeah, I still, I wonder why at times. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still playing it. And yeah. and uh, especially because now we've seen Wildlands, I'm just like, wait, that's what I should be playing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So
0: I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that game. Um, then, we, of course, we saw more Watchdogs too, which we didn't need. We didn't need Watchdogs too there because we've already but seen a looks, lot about yeah. Watch Dogs 2, but it looks super cool. I like it. Um, I'm into it. it was, man.
1: they get to see uh, his personality more this time. True. I it's the first yeah. time we actually got to hear him talk. like talk and yeah. see yeah. cinematics and stuff like that. This so. guy is cool. And I have to say he great – He was too cool for school. They had yeah. great music choices. <laughs> uh, great yeah.
0: music choices.
2: I like how he basically like when the action starts happening he just puts on earbuds, he's like, play something cool and then someone does and it's Put some little fresh song. beats on yeah. it. Like I think <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. That's some
0: fresh and me. the parkour looks legit. It looks like legit. It looks like parkour. real parkour, none yeah. of this
2: Assassin's Creed uh infamous parkour which yeah. is not parkour. <laughs> like it look it looks really
0: fluid and I, I like it. And I also appreciated that the person playing just wasn't murdering everyone. He actually using a taser.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was playing more path to playthrough for
0: sure. Yeah. <laughs> Which is how I'm going to be playing that game. And I will be murdering everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. And then... uh. And then they ended on
1: Steep. I do want to say real quick about Watch Dogs. I, I realized they haven't said anything about multiplayer. I, so I'm, I'm getting a feeling like they're not going to have it.
0: No, no, there is because um, during the gameplay he said and now multiplayer is uh, easier and, and seamless to do. But we're not going to focus on that right now. And well, they have on. the
1: they have the co op. Oh I yeah, co op, co op. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, true. The co op they've expanded upon, and, and that's going to be completely like you just can walk in other players they jump in, and jump out. Yeah. In, and, and, yeah, and it's supposedly you can do the entire game co op, which sounds amazing to me. This sounds awesome. Awesome, yeah. But uh, I was thinking more like the the competitive uh, multiplayer, which oh. they. I mean, it wasn't hugely popular in the first game for sure, but uh, I was kind of – it's one of the things I've noticed is like a couple years back at E3, that was the big hot thing is every game needed multiplayer competitive, like team deathmatch and stuff. And now we're getting more like, okay, we can have co-op, but maybe we should focus on like – or no, we can have multiplayer, but maybe we should do co-op.
0: I'm going to say this right now. I do not want multiplayer in Watch Dogs 2 me,
1: me it, give me more co-op and more me, games. Yeah, that's co-op. Fine. Yes,
0: co-op is fun. Co-op I, everyone is loves co-op. Yes, because why not? Like it's fun playing by yourself, but you can play with friends too. Like that's great. I want yeah. that.
1: I don't want to shoot my friends. I don't want to shoot my friends. With in the my face. friends, yeah. Um, and now you can in Watch Dogs too. Out. uh... Was it? I uh, think November. Uh, like everything the, is November. Yeah. Oh, oh like, my god. Th- this, like, fall It's gonna be so another stacked. one of those years where everything ends up getting its uh, release date changed. Yeah, just, I think there was like five or six games, all, big games, mm. all coming out on the. Oh man! Games. Especially so- after that Sony conference. Oh, <laughs> some oh man,
2: some of those games better get the. Fuck at it! Yeah. I feel like yeah. I feel like there was a lot of
1: other uh, developers and publishers who saw that conference who were like, right. "Nope, we need to move everything now."
2: <laughs> Rest in peace,
1: Titanfall. Anyway, yeah, Jesus. <laughs> um. So yeah. Uh,
0: so then Ubisoft ended on steep, which is.
2: And we didn't even talk about
0: South Park. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's right, South the Park. Okay. Here's the thing, guys. Out to
1: the best name ever. The
0: best name ever. If you're gonna, if you, if you have not played South Park, Sick of Truth. Pre-order the fractured butthole and you get stick of truth for free. <laughs> and Wag. To, and since I haven't played uh, stick of truth yet, I pre-ordered fractured butthole on PC, <laughs> so I have stick of truth on my PC. Ready now to go. you do? Yeah, now I do.
2: Wait, where'd you? Uh, we'll talk afterwards. <laughs> yeah, just
0: just uh, go. You have to buy it off of Uplay. Oh, yeah. okay. Which which, which, just, totally which immediately just links to Steam, <laughs> like pretty much, <laughs> yeah. Um, They've toned that down. <laughs> yeah, so it it, it, was, it was totally easy. I, I I bought Fractured Butthole on UPlay. I got a code, put it in, and now I have uh, Stick
2: of Truth for Freezies. I like how the combat for this one has evolved to something like um like a baby version of XCOM, where they have yeah. the tiles yeah. and then you can move around. I like that. Yeah, I think Stick, of that's truth, cool.
0: Stick of Truth is like baby's first RPG, and now. Uh, uh fresh and Behold is like babies first SRPG <laughs> like,
2: and that's cool. I like that.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And it's like a, it's all on a, a play on the Civil War yeah. and mo- uh, he- superhero movie tropes. So it's and it's oh, cool that they're still able to stay current.
0: And oh my God, they shit on DC so hard. Oh, they did.
1: <laughs> That <laughs> <It> was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a good, good
0: Look, it, uh, it, it was really good. That was one of the better parts of the uh, of Ubisoft's conference. Um, mostly because it was just South
1: Park, so. <laughs> Except uh, for that weird, awkward attempt at a, a Kanye West gay fish reference. Yeah,
0: because, like, no one got it. <laughs> like, <laughs>
1: okay. we, we know what you're talking about, but is this supposed to be a joke, or you are just, like, mentioning it? I don't like, know. Yeah, you you
0: meet, you meet a gay fish, and you try to get the gay fish's mom to go to heaven. <laughs> like, no one was laughing, like, all right, well, you know what? Let's it's just like, you on. all saw
1: that episode, right? Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, um, Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, and they opened the show with Just Dance. <laughs> <laughs> that was real dumb. That's all right. Moving on. Well, uh, we didn't
1: talk about Steep, though. Yeah, Okay, Steep. We, we keep going away from it.
0: Because, spoiler alert, I don't
1: think any of us care.
0: Oh, I don't... Steve I, I looks cool. I think it looks cool. It looks cool. Okay. I'm of, you know. not
1: going to touch it at all. I'm not a sports guy, so I won't either. Yeah. But it's a I, I, I want
2: to touch it, but I probably won't. Steep looks like the type of game where it's like, I would watch someone
0: play it like on a stream or in a video, but I don't really have any desire to play it myself.
1: Because hmm. basically... For people who didn't see it, it's it's another sports game, but it's all about like extreme mountain sports and stuff, so, yeah. like you know snowboarding and paragliding and yeah. what do you call it? The, the wingsuits, wingsuiting, yeah. whatever. Yeah, that kind of stuff and racing and, and with your friends and things like that, all in the uh, I believe it's the French Alps.
0: I th- yeah, you're, you're in some. It's like one range. mountain. Oh yeah, that's right. They call it the mountain. Yeah, it's like it's like one real big mountain range, and you just do all these things and. I don't know what else you're going to do except
2: for... Oh, yeah, you just race other people and stuff. Yeah. Which, I guess...
1: gorgeous, I'll give you that. Like oh, yeah,
2: they really buried up the scenery for having it around just one mountain. It was really cool.
0: Yeah, like, if, if, that's, if you're into, you know, snowboarding games and stuff like that, then it's going to be perfect
1: for you because that's what that game is. It's a lot of that. I was surprised that didn't seem like it had to be our support. Yeah. Like, that would have been a game that would have been invented. Yeah, because the they have a, the GoPro uh, view. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. exactly. All you have to do is put that on a mask and boom. Red Bull <laughs> GoPro the game. Because that would be really, really cool to be able to do like, the wingsuit part with you know, an Oculus Rift or Vive or something on and be like, I'm literally... In a wingsuit right now, flying around this mountain. That yeah. would make me go. You know what? I might check this out. But just mm-hmm. being a camera looking at a dude fly around. I'm like, I, I can look at YouTube to see that, and it won't cost me a bunch of money.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? We have those. So, like in a nutshell, that was the Ubisoft conference.
2: Um, there you Gosh, go. yeah. so same, same thing. Uh, pacing issues. Uh, a little too much talking about in certain sp- uh, places. Same yeah. thing.
0: And and let me let me point out we've only talked about like maybe five games or so for each conference so far. Yep, that's mm-hmm. a problem.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was a weak one this year for it, sure. And even less tell, so for EA. You.
0: Like EA was like three or four games. Yeah,
1: yeah EA was four essentially four big games. Yeah, they were pretty much all sequels. It wasn't anything really. To, yeah, there was no not a single new property coming from EA. The only thing new was Fee, which is that small indie game. Like, Yeah. Um, Bethesda, pretty much the same way, all sequels. Yeah. When I'm looking at it, And a remaster. Was, uh, I, uh, well, I suppose we're talking about Tomorrow. EA. Yeah. EA. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Talk about EA. Who? Yeah. EA, Bethesda, and, and Ubisoft. Yeah. Ubisoft. Oh, okay. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you're right. That was like, Ubisoft's pretty much the one that really show anything. Good. They're, they're, yeah. That was like a legit new like we're still new games yeah. in sense of like, you know, Quake and whatnot, but they're still based off of the franchise. So yeah. yeah. And they're they're just add-ons. Yeah. yeah, so not a whole lot of new stuff, but it's pretty much like where's the games, guys? Yeah. Yeah, we'll go, we'll get into the games next time. Oh, but oh, yeah. that's all Thank
0: you all so much for listening. This is the- Podcast special E3 2016 edition. We'll come back soon with the second part of this podcast, and we'll talk about Microsoft, Sony, and probably the PC gaming. Oh, those those conferences—they announced stuff. Uh, they they came out swinging. They they did their jobs. Um, yes, we will see you guys next time. So, for Sergio Lopez and Cody Franklin, I am Jordan Polish. Bye.
2: The Bixiclix podcast was created by Cody Franklin, Sergio Lopez, Shane Carpenter, and Jordan Pollack. The intro and outro music is called Dancing is Permitted by Tectonic. If you like the show, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitch, and subscribe to us on YouTube and iTunes. Just search for Podcast. While you're on iTunes, rate us and leave us comments so more people can find us. And read our articles on PixelatedGeek.com. Just look for our names on the bylines. Send us your questions, comments, and other things to PixelClicksPodcast at gmail.com, and we might read them on the air. To see this week's shirt and get notifications of videos, follow the show on Twitter PixelClick's pod. That is PixelClick's pod because we could not fit the cast. Cody Franklin is at Cody underscore Franklin underscore. Sergio Lopez is at Yes Sergio. Shane Carpenter is at. Cartoonic
1: 21. And Jordan Paul is at Jordan is a bear.